Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Slumber Party Podcast. I can't believe we got here. We have been trying to record this podcast for approximately 20 minutes, but here we are. Welcome to my lovely co-host, Lisa Ramnerine. Hi, Lisa. Hello, Amanda. How are you? You sound great. Thank you. And that was the issue with the other podcast that I sounded like, well, you said like a rap artist or like that we were scratching records. Like Like it was like, (laughs) like, hello, hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I'm not that, um, yeah, I'm not that good. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that we finally made this happen. Um, because today is our first episode of the anonymous call-in. So for those of you listening, um, and this will be on my Instagram link in bio, um, but if you like this, well, I mean, if you don't like it, I don't care, but if I do, if I do care, but what I guess is if you ever have a question, what we notice is, uh, over the years, people want to be on the podcast. They have questions, but they don't want to be on the podcast, which I get, which is like, they don't want to be on camera. They don't want to have a chat with us, but they want us to cover their issue. So what we've set up is an anonymous call line where folks can call and leave a voicemail. And Lisa and I will be answering your questions on the podcast, which is pretty exciting. Well, it's exciting for me anyway, right? Yeah, that would be for sure me, the caller. I'd be like, I want to ask all the questions, but don't want don't want my face or my voice to be on. 100%. Well, that's like everyone so far. They're like, yeah. oh, thank God you did this. So head on over to Instagram slash Baby's Best Sleep. Head over to the link in bio. I know this is a lot of steps, but I'm trying to find a way. We can also put our voice, uh, I'll put this in the show notes as well, our our voicemail link. Um, So you can just quickly hit the uh, show notes and wherever you're listening to podcasts, you can go to that link and leave us a voicemail and we will answer your question on this podcast. All right, so Lisa, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, okay, this you know. is technological amazingness. And now if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see we have a, an anonymous. This is anonymous. We don't know who this is from. Um, and it's not us calling in, I swear. It is a real person. <laughs> it did a little bit sound like my voice when we were listening to the question earlier, right? Oh, Lisa. <laughs> but it's not me. No. no. <laughs> Lisa's like, hello. Hello. I am not Lisa. <laughs> 100% not Lisa. Okay. All right. Here's our question. Hi. Um, so we're having a sleep problem due to going on vacation. And I feel like I know what I need to do to fix it, but I don't want to do it. So here goes. Basically, I've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, and the two-year-old stopped sleeping in his pack and play or his crib while we were on vacation and was sleeping on the floor of our room for about three weeks. Then when we get back, um, we don't have the heart to put it back in the crib. So we put the two kids in the same room and um, we have to lie down with them in order to keep him in the room so that he'll sleep. And we've been in there every night since our vacation for an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, just lying down in the dark. Um, asking the baby, the two-year-old to lie down. And uh, I think it's it's just becoming a little bit too much. And I was wondering if you had any, any advice on what to do. I'm hesitant to put him back in the crib. Um, but 
also I, I know we can't have him cry it out in that room with her, the five-year-old also sleeping. So any advice would be helpful. Thank you so much for your help. Okay. Oh man, have I fallen down that hole before? <laughs> I'm just gonna say I feel like this is you every time you go on vacation. You're like, oh look, <laughs> things went down. <laughs> but this is also everyone when they go on vacation. Of course. Yeah, it, it's like, I mean, I don't know how many clients I've had where everything is awesome. We're like, hey, bye, and they go on their first vacation and you know, for various reasons. It's like you go on the vacation and you are uh, sharing with another couple or you are like, there's not enough beds for everybody. Right. Like that's our issue. Family of five. It's like, Oh, she's just a baby, just a four year old (laughs) tiny baby. She does. (laughs) But like, so they bring a a little baby. (laughs) (laughs) And of course my girl's like, I don't want to go in that crib. That's for babies. I'm sleeping in the king size bed with mom and dad and that just like just happened to you guys right Mm -hmm. yeah in fact we got invited we got invited on vacation again to like join a friend friends of ours uh coming up this winter and we have to secure two rooms and i'm like in order to avoid this problem and i'm like yeah i don't think we're gonna go on this vacation because it's just too expensive you know and like i am not willing to be on vacation again with a four, like, you know, when they're two, it's different. When they're mm-hmm. four, they're a whole new person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, this is a common problem for us, like, especially once we added the baby. And in mm-hmm. fact, I found it was much easier to travel when she was still into the crib, right? Because mm-hmm. you can comfortably do you know, four people in beds and then a baby gets rolled into the bathroom or the the walk-in closet or whatever. And that was great. So Mm -hmm. sleeping was no issue um, up to that point because she was very attached to cribs and she, we brought all the things. But yeah, once you do that leap, so maybe I do need some advice here as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, hi, I like this question a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, aside from having to get a bigger room, so she has her own space. um, I really don't know. Like, I don't know what else to do. So like, that's kind of where we are always stuck when we get home. I completely sympathize with having to spend an hour, 45 minutes, you know, scratching her back and making sure she falls asleep. As soon as you hear that, you know, long snore, you're like, oh, I can get out of this twin bed. (laughs) And and by the way, good for you for not falling asleep, because that's what everyone does. Oh, oh, that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, I've been woken up by my preteen coming in being like, mom, I think it's time to go to bed. (laughs) Your free team being like, are you okay? Do we need yeah. to talk? I'm like, no, I need to go soak my hip because I was just laying <laughs> half off this bed to get in the, like, a hot tub. Yeah, I'm not okay. I need you to pick me up and take me out of this bed. Well, you know, uh, to our anonymous friend and to you, Lisa, I just really like I like to start these things off by saying this is totally real life stuff. um, And it's so much more common than you think. And this is usually when stuff happens um, is on vacation or when we are sharing accommodation, cottages, etc. And generally, this comes up when you know, the baby is protesting the new location or they just simply, you know, you're in this new location. It's a vacation. Generally, I find this happens when like 
you are sharing an accommodation with friends and you're like, I just don't want to have to go down this road in front of my friends or family, or you're in like a cottage and like your baby, because my advice, I'm just, I'm going to kind of like jump back and forth. So apologies for those of you who are listening and are like, what the fuck is she saying? We're talking about, she's talking in circles. (laughs) In me, I have like, it all makes sense. But anyway, so you're on it back up. I ran it back up. I always come around. Yeah. Um, my advice is always is take the L on the first night, meaning it will be crap. If it's going to be crap, it's going to be crap night one or whenever it is. Maybe it's fine night one and then night two, something happens. And this alerts parents like, oh, crap, like something's wrong. And then we sympathize. Well, yeah, like we're not in their bed. It's everything's different. Things are changing. So then there's some um, mental stories that we tell ourselves, like, you know what? I'm just going to do it while I'm here. Who cares? It's vacation. I'm just going to do this thing here. And again, when I get home, everything is going to be totally chill. Nobody's going to be sick. There's going to be no laundry or anything to do. I know. I will be sick. <laughs> laundry? Gone. What's laundry? I know. I say this every time, but can I say... If you have a laundry service in your neighborhood and you don't want it, I do it on the reg. This is my self-care is that I do laundry service every week and you can judge me. Um, But I will say that like, if you can afford laundry service after a vacation, we did laundry service after Mexico last year. And I was like, well, this woman has my heart, my soul from my whole life who does my laundry. She, she had all like, cause it was, winter right and so she pristinely folded and pressed all of my like resort wear dresses so I literally picked them up put them into storage downstairs I know sorry for all of the like people who do laundry in the relationships I know that you're salivating you might be like feeling a little titillated by what I said but and I have to say it's worth it even just for that one time post vacation okay totally again we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. So the person listening right now is like, oh my God, get to the point. So you are like, fine, I'm just going to like do this thing. I'm going to sit with my kid. I'm going to pat them. I'm going to hold them, shush them, feed them to sleep. I'm going to do all the things I know I don't have to do because when I get home, we'll just go back to basics. But the the reality is some kids do. Some kids know the difference. Like that was then, this is now. I, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, some don't even want to do those things. Um, so that can happen. I'm not going to say like someone's definitely listening right now being like, well, that's what I do every vacation. Yes, that does happen. But um, if you have kids that are like, you know, you know, your kids, right? Or you've done this once and, you know, our anonymous caller said, I know what I have to do. I just don't want to do it, which is really, <laughs> really funny. And that is like every one of my clients. Yep. Um, but when you assist to sleep, there is always a risk that it's not just that one time because kids don't get this concept of sometimes. And so if you don't want to be doing it and you're not sure that your kid is that kid. So what I say is take the loss on the first night or that first night of protest, meaning that when your kid is saying, you know, freaking out, I don't want to sleep in this pack and play or freaking out, I will not stay in my room. Hold your boundary for that one night. They are going to cry. They are going to protest or going to be mad. You're going to hold a loving, firm boundary, whatever that looks like for you and your family. Mm -hmm. Um, That might mean like in terms of, you know, your two-year-old, 
when it when when the like please don't think I'm a judgy bitch but when parents say to me they they didn't they wouldn't stay in their crib now if they were four or five yeah I get that like you that kid's gonna get out of their bed but when they're in their crib come on when they say they wouldn't stay that more sounds like to me they were protest they were protesting and so I took them out and so your babies are babies can you hear that okay that's good I swear to God, my husband has a spidey sense of when I'm doing something and I'm recording. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to beat steaks now. This is when I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to beat steaks. I'm going to smash pans. I'm going to, I'm going to do it all right now. Anyway. Um, so when, when those things happen, um, I need you to say, look, I know that you're upset and I know that we're in a new location and it can feel weird and new, but I'm not going to assist you to sleep. This is where you are sleeping tonight. And once you get past that first night, the rest of your vacation is a breeze, honestly. But let's say, like most of you, you didn't do that, okay? Because no one does, right? They go on vacation. They're like, yay, we're on vacation mode. I don't care. And then you get home. The answer really is you have to get back to basics, which is tough because you just got back from vacation. You just flew with two young kids and that's exhausting. Then you get home. You're like, not tonight. Forget it. Like I have a pile of laundry to my head. It's not happening. And then we kind of like get a little bit, you know, confusing. So here's what everyone does. They get home that first night, they're tired. They're like, okay, you're back to your bed. Your kid's like, no, I sleep with you now. That's what happened on vacation. They cry, 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 cry. You say, okay, fine. Just come to my bed. We do all the things. Now what's happened is that the child has learned I have to cry in order to have this behavior reinforced. So we do this back and forth, back and forth. And then the child gets more confused. The protest gets more intense because the child has learned that they're their protest is powerful. Mm -hmm. So here's what I want everyone to do. When you go on vacation, if you know that you can't keep it together, then have a date. All right, when we get home, we're going to co-sleep for the first three days. We're not going to change anything. You're not going to ask any behavior changes of your child at all. And then what I'm going to ask you to do is pick that date. So the first three days, day four, on those days, even if they are a little tiny baby four-year-old, no, they're a tiny baby, you're going to tell them every day, you can sleep with mommy and daddy, but on Friday or this day, print out a calendar, show them today's the day that you go back to your bed. So they're really prepared. You're really prepared. You've made a commitment out in the air, out in the ether. You're manifesting it, okay? You've done that. And then when you're ready to go, you're ready to go. Give yourself three nights of sleep have a plan, and then stop helping to sleep. And you know, I've been on this podcast for a gazillion years. I think he's making eggs. I actually think he's making eggs. Do you, you can hear it? Eggs. No, I cannot hear it. Oh, great. Great. Um, That's so good. But yeah, when it, when it, when you are ready to remove the help to sleep and set the boundary, you got to be 100%. And if you're not 100%, you're essentially mm -hmm. committing to more <clears throat> protest, more pushback. That's, That's right. really the long and short of it. Yeah. Tell me your experience, because I know that you did make the change with your Yeah, style. I mean, Tell you me know, I think, I, I, I think that that's the, that's the sort of like 
the main takeaway here is that you really, I think even during the time that she was smaller, she would get the concept that her bed is just her bed, Mm -hmm, right? Like mm -hmm. you can rationalize it to a certain point. I I mean, I don't know, at least with my tiny genius, baby, I could. Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, I mean, I find it gets harder the older they are because they're, you know, and and it's like, I'm really now understanding that the older that she is, the more boundary I have to hold right because Mm -hmm. all of a sudden she's braver like she's -hmm. the kid that would like not get out of her bed and just yell for me so she's not a night walker but she's starting that you know and so it's just like oh my goodness like the more that I don't set that boundary for vacation the more that then the vacation rest is ruined for us when we get home right because there's no rest um (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't have an answer here. You know, I am a person who likes the cuddle. I want that at the end of the day, and I don't mind giving yeah. that. But so actually what we started doing is that we do a little bit of like, we cuddle for a little bit with mm-hmm. daddy, then mommy mm-hmm. comes in, she gives you her spiel, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then as she's still awake, I walk out, right? Mm-hmm. Because what started yeah. happening is I'd fall asleep with her and then she'd be calling me in the middle of the night like, yeah. Mom! Yeah. Where'd you go? <laughs> um, yeah. And it's like all of these things, all of these rules were set when she was a little baby, you know? I mean, like when you really need that rest. But now that she's older, I'm like relaxing a little bit. And so, yeah, like I said, I'm not willing to go on this vacation unless we have proper bed arrangements for all the yeah. children because otherwise it just it messes things up too much and yeah it's worth it but it's not you know totally and i think like you know i i always like to get back to the point of uh, you're such a a good person to talk to lisa i always think about this because you are the person that folks talk to who are like, oh yeah, my kid just goes back to their bed. And then other folks hear that and they're like, why doesn't my kid do that? Or Mm -hmm. my kid should be able to do that. I want to remind you that you need to evaluate your own situation. Like I said, if you are, honestly, you're probably not listening to this podcast if you're that person, because you're like, whatever, my kid does whatever. I don't need to listen to the baby sleep podcast. But if you have... I find like, you know, my, my oldest is kind of actually both of my kids are like this. My old, I keep like living in the past, but like my youngest is actually, oh my God, (laughs) I feel like she went under the radar for so many years. And now my oldest is like, yeah, like got her stuff together a little bit, like Mm -hmm. has really channeled this like fire in her. And then my youngest is like, ha I have been simmering in the shadows waiting to come out. Mm -hmm. But like the other night she came into our room being like, hi, she, she knocked on the door. We ignored it. Give us a second. Yes. So she's six. We're like, what's up? And she's like, I'm afraid of some things. It's exactly what she said. And we were like, okay, well, that's all. That's a normal feeling. You can feel like that. It's time for bed. And she's like, all right, good night. (laughs) But what I'm saying is like, I feel like my kids, we couldn't really ever 
towed the line, even when we towed the line, I've talked about this before, by like opening the door a little bit or engaging in something that we didn't normally, they would push boundaries all night. And that is also really common. So I guess why I bring this up is that kids are all different, right? And, And their level of like push or their personality that they come out with really determines whether or not you even have to sleep train, to be honest. Like how many clients do I have who are like, we never had to sleep train our first and we don't even understand why we have to. It's like, well, that's a different kid. So mm-hmm. like even amongst families, kids, like DNA, oh, it's going to yeah. be so different. So yeah. give yourself a break. If you find like, man, you know, we went on vacation. I never had to do this before. Or Lisa's my friends and her kids are bed hopping and like they get it. Why don't I? Well, it's just a different kid. But look um, at even the evolution of me starting with you on this podcast last year. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, sometimes she comes, sometimes she goes. Like we just have clear boundaries, but it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> it changes. Actually, yes. that's such a good point that kids change. Yeah. And she's just like, I'm. she's so much more in love with me and I'm so much cuddlier nowadays that she just wants me more. <laughs> um, well, and, and that's another thing. Well, parents struggle with this concept of they've never done this before. So it shouldn't be something that they do now. Yeah. And like, and I also find like after she goes to school, like when, when they start school, I miss her, right? So then when she gets home and it's like nuts you know between Mm -hmm. the hours of 4 p.m when they get home to like dinner time and it's just complete mayhem Mm -hmm. by the time she goes to bed it's like that's my time with her you know so Mm -hmm. it's it's something that I also do for me right so that that I'm very clear about like this cuddle is not about my kid like my kid is actually capable of falling asleep in fact when I go for my girls night and my husband is home you know uh, putting his kids to sleep <laughs> um, he you know he can't quite manage like cuddling all of them or whatever like giving everyone attention so she just does go to sleep on her own actually you know after yeah. a different routine with him so it is just learned behavior and what I taught her so but again I like, like I, I am happy to admit that it's for me too right so it's 100%. but it's killing me <laughs> <laughs> It's like too much wine, right? Like, I love this. I love it. And then the next day you're like, I've made mistakes in my life. Why did I have wine? Why did I have a kid? Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I feel like um, that's a revelation for parents when their kids go to daycare. So, and that's usually when I get a call. They're like, well, you know, little you know, whoever can't sleep without this. And then they go to daycare and daycare is like, yeah, they're, they're our best sleeper. They sleep without any assistance. Also, they don't even need a pacifier. Also, they put all the other kids to bed. <laughs> and the parents are like, what? <laughs> and then they call me, they're like, all right, we're done. We want that too. Um, and so that that is so, 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 so common. Um, yeah. And this is why I love working with my older parents, because they're at a place of knowing about that. Like, like, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, I loved this format. Did you love this format today? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, I love a one on one with you. 
I know. I think this is the way we got to do it. Yeah. And I'm excited yeah. that people keep leaving us voicemails. Um, so folks, listen, uh, we're coming to the end of our crap nap here and we got to kind of get on the get, but head on over to the show notes, head over to Instagram.com slash baby's best sleep, then click on my link in bio, then buy a Hawaiian shirt, then do a twirl. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but you want to do all of that and uh, leave us a voicemail and we will answer it on this podcast. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, I don't remember. Should we apologize to our viewers if they're watching this? Yeah. Like, listen, so Lisa, um, had an ear issue, but you look good. What do you mean? Apologize? Like for what? Looking like I had to cover my or? ear cause it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I call it sick chic I like, Guys, bear, I like this to... yeah like... yeah no and my <laughs> headphones upside down because the other one was and I can't put a headphone in this year I love it <laughs> listen mess, I really want to hey. Cole's notes my notes when you get back you're going to have to reset the boundaries when you yes. reset the boundaries your baby is going to cry you're not going to like that when the baby cries so have a boundary put in place. You cannot avoid the protest if you've helped to sleep. Um, don't rush into it if you don't have a plan. Set a return time. So if you're back on like a Tuesday, plan to do your training on a Friday. Keep your yes. baby and your kids uh, in the know of when you're going to make the change. Call us to help you or find a plan that feels good to you. And then stick with it for one to three, no. Stick with it for at least three nights, but you're probably going to see protests for anywhere from one to three nights. So when our anonymous caller said, I know what I do, I just don't want to do it. I think that's the, I just don't want to do it means I know that my child will push back and I don't want to have to deal with it, but it's unavoidable. Mm -hmm. Lisa, as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Me too. Thank you. Uh, you can find us at babiesbestsleep.com, at Instagram, at babiesbestsleep. Follow the whole team. We're uh, BBS underscore and someone you'll find all of us that way, including Lisa. Um, head to the blog. I have so many resources, honestly. If you just head on over to Instagram, you'll find it all. Oh, I'm on TikTok. I, I, I've been doing this thing. This is the last thing I'll say. I've been doing this thing where I find people talking about their bedtime routines and then I'll kind of be like, I love this. This is what we could change. I'm not like judging them. I would never be like this. Sucks. Um, yeah. So it's really positive. But if you want some more tips and tricks, you can find me on TikTok as well. So okay. Good. Bye. Bye.